kids, I've got some bad news. We're not going to be going to Japan on our holidays. This was the unfortunate line that I had to open up with to both of my young children that we would not be taking our family holiday to Japan like we'd been planning for the last 12 months. And this was largely down to the coronavirus, its spread, and not so much just the virus, but the reality of getting trapped overseas, things being shut, Japan closing down. So we had to make a hard decision, and those kind of decisions are never easy. Welcome to Fractal Marketing. My name is Jared Doyle, and this is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow their company through smarter marketing. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with marketing tips, strategies, and insights that enable you to grow your business. You'll hear from fellow entrepreneurs who share their learnings on how they're growing their business, and you'll also be hearing from me, like in this episode. You might be an accountant, a graphic designer, a recruiter, or any other business owner. But if you're the best kept secret in your industry, then your business is not going to grow. Right, let's get back into talking about sunk cost. Right, so I had to deliver this terrible news. Well, not that terrible in the context of the coronavirus, but to my kids, devastating. The family holiday was off. And to get to this point, we had to make a decision. Now, we hadn't booked most of the things in Japan. The biggest cost we'd really incurred was the tickets. And that's not cheap. Flying at a time that you want to with four seats directly from Brisbane to Japan into Tokyo was about $6,000 for the seats that we wanted. Not business or premium economy, just, you know, regular everyday seats. So $6,000, a real meaningful amount of money. And we had to make the decision, what were we going to do? Now, we weren't going to lose the whole $6,000. We were just going to lose the cost on the tickets of of rebooking or taking a voucher. And that was about $1,200. So that's the number that I'm considering. But the way I just phrased that is exactly why there's a problem. We're going to lose $1,200. I'm not going to lose $1,200. That $6,000, that's a sunk cost. I've already spent that. The $1,200 difference, that's the amount we're thinking about. That's the true sunk cost. $1,200 is what we can't get back by cancelling the airfares. But the problem with sunk cost is it tends to make us think, well, we're in this far, we may as well keep going. So do I start booking hotels? Do I start booking Tokyo Disney? Do I start booking tickets to the baseball? All the things that I'm not going to be able to get back, all because I'm $1,200 in? Don't get me wrong, $1,200 is a meaningful amount of money. But if you make a decision now based on the sunk cost, which is the $1,200, if I made that decision, I can end up being worse off. So I need to act like an economically rational beast. And I need to say to myself, actually, that money's gone. That money's a sunk cost. Everything I decide needs to be from this point forward. And so what I did for myself and my family was say, actually, past Jared, Jared in the, you know, back in history, He's gifted me the opportunity of taking back the difference in that money and helping my family avoid potentially getting trapped overseas in the craziness that is the coronavirus. And once I thought about it, and once I ignored the sunk cost, the decision was much easier to make. Right, so what is sunk cost? So sunk cost is a cost that's already been incurred and cannot be recovered. Some costs are contrasted with prospective costs, which are future costs that may be avoided if the action is taken. And that's the important distinction. We're not talking here about 
the things that's going to cost me in the future. It's decisions I've already made in the past. And sunk costs are a real problem we face every day in both our business and personal lives. Now, anyone who's been involved with startups will know the idea of a pivot. And a pivot, in some ways, is about accepting the sunk costs, saying, yeah, we might have spent thousands, maybe even millions of dollars pursuing a line of business, some kind of product development, some kind of technology, whatever it happens to be. But right here, right now, we need to be willing to pivot, accept that the best path forward might not be where we originally planned, draw a line, ignore the sunk cost and make the best decision for our business and ourselves right now at this point in time. Now, that's a very full-on scenario. So let me give you a different example. Lottery tickets. Lottery tickets is something that I've never really found myself getting bought into. I, I've, I've never really been, I guess, sucked into the idea of almost a guaranteed way to lose money. But what amazes me about watching people with lottery tickets are the people that actually place sunk cost on the idea they're playing the same numbers and that because they've invested in those numbers, because they feel like each week those numbers don't come out, that they've, in, you know, the cost of that and the money they've lost, that's just driving them closer towards a goal. And so you'll hear people say phrases like, well, I can't miss this week, this week that's going to come, or I can't stop because I've already committed so long. I've been playing these numbers for so long now, I can't stop. And it's that idea that you can't stop and you can't change because of something in your past that's a really very valid trap. And this happens in bigger decisions than just maybe a 10 or 15, $20, I don't know how much a lottery ticket is. Lottery ticket, it can happen with our careers. If, for example, I had trained as a lawyer, which I didn't, but if I'd put the three to four years into studying to be a lawyer to graduate and then decide, actually, I don't want to be a lawyer, that shouldn't be a bad thing. We shouldn't feel the burden on ourselves that making a change, saying, well, I did believe I wanted to be a lawyer, but now I don't, that's not a bad thing. The bad thing is spending the rest of your life in a career and a profession that you don't like, all because of just those three to four years. Right. Now, lottery tickets, job careers, these are all different things. I want to get a little bit further into, I guess, the things around sunk cost. And, and one of the things that leads to sunk cost and the, the sunk cost fallacy is another psychological term, which is the endowment effect. And this is the, the idea that humans may be hardwired to loss aversion due to the asymmetric evolutionary pressures on losses and gains, right? For an idea, if you're hunting and gathering, you're a primal human being and you're on the edge of survival, the loss of a day's food can be catastrophic. That could be potentially death. Or if we're talking about water, it's a much greater chance. You can go for a while without food. Whereas the gain of an extra day's food doesn't really help. So you get this situation where actually traveling around with a lot of food on your back, if you're a nomadic tribe, doesn't make a lot of sense. So the loss is greater than the gain. And there's a sense and there's a school of thought that this is hardwired into us and it creates this endowment effect. And this endowment effect, as you can imagine, ties beautifully with sunk cost. This idea of things that we've done, but also the idea of I don't want to lose what I've already invested, what I've already created, right? So the idea that I've got something of value is worth, something that I own is worth more than something that I'm going to gain, even though it may be exactly the same concept or the same product, exactly the same product. 
So let's go back to lottery tickets. So there was there is a video and I'll link to the video in the show notes. So hopefully you can flick down and watch the YouTube video. And it was done by Business Insider. And what they did was they went up to people who were buying lottery tickets straight after they'd purchased them and offered to buy the lottery ticket for more than they paid. And the amazing thing was that for some of the people who purchased, I think it was a $5 lottery ticket, even when offered the idea of $10 or $20 for the same ticket that they just purchased, could not bring themselves to sell it. Now, the economically rational beast, the the sort of the eco being, would look at this and say, if you give me $20, I'll just go buy four more tickets. It's a no-brainer. And if you watch the video, you'll see one chap actually does that. He just says, you're going to give me $20. I'm just going to go back and buy more tickets. Maybe you could buy one more ticket and then change it and keep the $15 clear. But what is amazing to watch is the way people just will not sell those tickets. And that's the endowment effect in full flight. And you've got to combine that with the idea of sunk cost and the sunk cost fallacy. And you get this really powerful, I guess, human trait that makes it really difficult for us as business owners or marketers to start to change people's minds. So I'll give you an example of someone who I started working with last year, and he had invested, I think he was $6,000 into a $12,000 website build. When we rationally went through what he was getting and why he was getting it, it didn't actually make sense for him to continue to invest in that website because the reality was, All he really needed was a brochure website, something simple, something clean, something that ideally he could actually maintain himself, right? So that's getting the perspective cost. So the idea of if I was to build a website on Wix or Squarespace and I can edit it, the perspective costs, the future costs are going to be much lower. So we had this combination effect. Now, in reality, it didn't actually cost him anything to go and produce that. So, well, you know, 10, 20, $30 or whatever it is. Now, he was $6,000 into the build, need another $6,000 to finish it off. The power and what I really respected about that decision was the ability to walk away from the $6,000, to be economically rational, to ignore that sunk cost and realize that spending another $6,000 just because you're $6,000 into that website doesn't make sense if right here, right now, you can build the same website for $50 to $100 or a website that achieves the same objectives or the objectives that you really need. And so the rational way to look at it, ignoring some cost, is one website here costs $6,000, not $12, just $6, and the other one costs $100, say. So naturally, he migrated towards the $50, $100, $150 website. And I was amazed by that. I'd recommended it. And I couldn't really work out why until I realized what he was doing was the correct thing, but most people wouldn't follow through on that. And so I guess what I'd challenge you to do is to have a look at the decisions you're making now, maybe in your life, but this is business and marketing. So in your business and in you know your professional career and some of the marketing that you're doing and think to yourself, is there something that I'm doing now that I'm into, that I've committed to, and I think I don't want to give up? Is there something where You know, you might feel like if you were to give up, you won't feel like a failure, but the rational reason for doing it now isn't there. For example, if I'm 57 episodes into this podcast, am I still getting value out of this podcast or am I doing it just because I've already done 57 episodes? Because if I'm only doing this podcast because I've done 57 episodes, then I'm fallen for the sunk cost fallacy. I need to do it because I believe that right now doing this episode is actually worth it. 
Right. So getting back to my tickets and going to Japan. So I didn't lose my $6,000. I didn't lose the 5000 or even the $1,200 fee that I'm going to, or I have had to pay to get the tickets cancelled and to be able to rebook again. What I did was I was gifted the $5,000 difference back to myself from my old self and the ability to change my family's plans and avoid the coronavirus. So Jared of the past, historic Jared, was able to give me the choice to choose to go to Japan and continue to spend money, maybe having a horrible holiday, or to take the difference, that $5,000 back off the table, keep my family healthy and safe and avoid it, and put the difference back into my pocket. But look, do you know the $5,000 is quite a crass way to think of it? So what I've turned it around is said, actually, what it gifted me was a brand new Cavoodle puppy for my family. And my kids don't know that, so don't tell them, but that's the tangible benefit. And I'm happy with my decision now that I've rationalized it. And I hope that this little rant has given you some idea around sunk cost. If you've liked the episode, please like it, leave a rating or a review. If you want to chat to me, you can always find me on LinkedIn. Thanks a lot for your time.